0: So hungry. Hey there, it's Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Good to be back for another episode of Chew the Right Thing. Hey, Mikey and Jamie, how are you? Hi, Lisa. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, how did you like the week off? It was weird not to have a podcast last week.
1: I know, it? we missed you.
2: Yeah, it was kind of bizarre for me. <laughs> I'm so used to it.
0: I know, and like a few people actually said, hey, where's the podcast this week? Oh,
1: our loyal, I'm glad. Our loyal fans.
0: Very, very. But it is good to be back. And I think we're back with a really good episode this week. I feel like, I don't know, things are starting to open up a little bit. And some people are getting out of the house. I think it will be interesting to see if people start to get back into like a new, new normal Mm -hmm. and they start to like go to restaurants and things. But for me, like I'm still staying home. I still feel like even when we start to open, I'm still doing like a self-quarantine for the most part. How about you guys?
1: Yeah, we're gonna play it safe for a while. See what yeah. happens.
2: Yeah, we'll still do takeout. You know, we'll do everything that we're doing now. But we, I, I, I'm not gonna go into a restaurant and until this whole thing's over.
0: Yeah, and so we thought we would sort of jump all over the fact that people are still saying that they've gained a whole bunch of weight or they're struggling, and we put a question out to the community about a week ago where we said, "Hey, guys, like, are you guys struggling still, or who's having success?" and we actually heard from so many people that are really like mastering this, like just doing great. And I was so excited. Like Jamie, I know you're on that community page all the time.
1: And weren't you so excited to see all that, all the positivity? It was so inspiring because when we put that question out, we didn't know. We said for better or worse, how is, has your weight and your health been affected? And it was just really motivating and inspiring and so great to hear. And, And we've got some great, um, you know voicemails that people will check in with.
0: Yeah, so I was going to say like the motivation of it all is what really got to me. And I'm like, you know, it's one thing for us to come on here every week and I hope that we motivate people, but you know, we thought it would be a great idea to have these people tell you in their words exactly what is helping them or what may have sort of triggered their success and I was so excited to listen to them, and I think everybody's going to love what they have to say today. Me too. All right, but before we get into that, what do we have, Mikey? Breaking
2: All right, Father's Day is just a few weeks away, and the Manly Man Company, it's not a made-up name, I, they actually exist, has a brilliant <laughs> gift idea for Dad. All right, you ready? Meat cards it sounds exactly. It's exactly the way it sounds. It's a slab of beef jerky with a nice greeting on it, like you know, Happy Father's Day, Dad, or whatever you want to put. Um, but that's not all they have. They also have. They're calling it a man bouquet, so it's beef jerky shaped like flowers and they put it into like this, v- this vase and it's a bouquet and you send it to your dad. Uh, I sent you pics. I don't know if you can open up your email, but I sent you a couple of pics of them. Um, and you know, I'll put them, I'll put them on the Foodcast page so people can see it as well.
0: I, I did see those pictures and I was majorly impressed. I wanted to send myself a card and a bouquet. <laughs> um, I don't think it's just for men. I mean, I don't, a lot of women like jerky too oh, and yeah. they like flowers
2: yeah I would say it's because Father's Day is around the corner they' they're pumping it up for Father's Day, but yeah, you can get it for for mom or your wife or anybody.
0: <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. It, truly it's ridiculous, but it's still um, it's a cool thing. In fact, I got I remember for Valentine's Day, we talked about the man crates jerky gift pack for Valentine's Day. Yes, and I actually ordered that for <laughs> my Valentine aka my husband and he loved it. It was brilliant. So I think this is just building on that I, I actually think it's a really good idea. I wonder if the jerky's good.
2: Yeah
1: I, I just want to know what's the appropriate amount of time that you have to wait. Cause you know, like you're supposed to save your cards before you throw them out eventually so that, it, you know, it's like the appropriate thing to do. How long do I have to wait if someone gives me a beef jerky card before I can eat it?
0: <laughs> I think you eat it right away. I think you take yeah. a picture of it and it lasts forever on your phone or wherever you keep your pictures and then you eat that
2: right yeah. away. Well, I would imagine if you ate the whole card though at once, it'd give you a stomach ache because I think they're pretty big. Like I don't think it's a one-time <laughs> consumption thing. I think it's like a, you know, it's like beef jerky stuff. I don't
0: know. I don't. But I eat like a bag of beef jerky at a time. Maybe uh, is that is this something I'm not supposed to admit? Usually they're like three servings, and the whole thing is like 200 calories. So
1: notes. Anyway, self. I'll eat
0: the whole card. Challenge me.
1: <laughs> notes to self: Get Lisa a beef jerky card for Father's Day. All right, <laughs> done. <laughs> Ah, okay.
0: So are we ready to, are we actually ready to jump in here for this Fan Spotlight Success Story episode? I love that name.
1: Yay, I'm so excited. Okay, well, let's
0: start with our very first success story, and her name is Erin.
3: My name's Erin. I'm calling from Wisconsin, and I just wanted to share how the pandemic has actually helped me lose weight. Um, One of the things that I've found is that I'm going out to eat less. Just removing the temptation of being able to actually go to restaurants has made me cook at home more. And I'm actually finding I'm recreating some of my restaurant uh, dishes that I like so much. So that's really cool. Um, also, I found that I have more time to spend at home since I don't have a bunch of errands to run after work. So I'm using that extra time to take walks, do yoga, make some home-cooked meals. And I've been getting a lot of those recipes from the Hungry Girl website. My husband absolutely loves them. He literally says, thank you, Hungry Girl, when we try new recipes because he likes them so much. So anyway, I just wanted to say thanks for all you do and share um, some silver linings of the pandemic with you. Hope you guys have a great day.
0: I love that. I love Erin, and I especially love her husband who says, thank you, Hungry Girl. That's just like <laughs> I think instead it's, of saying grace before a meal. That's what he says.
2: I think it's sad um, that Erin can't run errands.
0: Oh, Mike, sorry,
2: dad joke, dad sorry, joke. Sorry, it's, it's close oh, to Father's well, Day. He, so. He's
0: he's actually interrupting what I'm saying to make a terrible joke, <laughs> Jamie. How do you feel about that? About being you married. <laughs> you married him. No, what I was going to say is like, I feel like I am so similar to Aaron. First of all, I don't really do takeout. I prepare everything that I eat. I am not running errands, which is fine because my name is not Aaron. Um, and I feel like the best part of, like to build on what she's saying about cooking at home, I feel like when I go out to eat or even when I do takeout, I tend to have much bigger portions. So because I'm, I'm doing intermittent fasting, I have a shorter eating window throughout the day. So I tend to eat things that are smaller calorie amounts mm-hmm. because I want a more of a variety. So like a lot of my mini meals are like 200 calories here and 200 calories there. And I think that's a really helpful approach when people are staying home and prepping for themselves, mm-hmm. because you can feel satisfied and have a wide variety and not feel like you're blowing all your calories on one big meal. Mm-hmm. So that you know, that's just something that works for me. Um, and housewalking, like you know, just moving around more, having all that extra time. Usually, like every single meeting that I have that's not a Zoom meeting, I'm walking. Like for me to be sitting still right now, and <laughs> is it the killing you? Is <laughs> <a big deal. laughs> It's all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I really liked what Erin said about, you know, we're not going out to dinner. So there's less temptation. And, you know, even though we're ordering takeout, it's like there's not the shared appetizers. There's no bread basket. Mm -hmm. And I also can see all of my food at once. Like when you go out to dinner, if you get like an appetizer, a salad, your meal, like you kind of lose sight of how much you're eating. When we get takeout, I can see it all laid out. And I might be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to put part of that away. I don't need that all of that food maybe I, you know, Mm -hmm. modify.
0: Yeah. You know, I never thought of it that way. Like, but if you took, if you took all the food that you would eat when you're at a restaurant and lined it up at the same time, you would probably say, there's no chance I'm going to eat all of that. Yeah. But, but we do. So that is such a smart thing. I never thought of it that way.
1: When we order sushi, we're so used to getting it one dish at a time and we do take out now we lay it all out of i'm just like oh my god that's a lot of food yeah.
2: it's so funny because like, the restaurant that we go to um notoriously and i love them they're great but they're they're always slow with every like like jamie will get three uh, you know all three of her her dishes at once and then i'm just sitting here waiting for my dishes and it's like they're always slow. so now yeah we have them all at once and it's like we're instead of an hour of sushi dinner we're having like a 20 minute sushi dinner it's like, well, too much or too fast speed sushi yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> well thank you Aaron keep up the great work um next up we have Lori who's got a lot of fun stuff
4: to say hi this is Lori and um early on in the pandemic i was losing control and i just went for a walk gave myself a really good talking to and asked myself where do i want to be at the end of this my answer was the healthiest I possibly can be. I was thinking, you know, without eating out, without celebrations, I have the time to get my walks in, that there was no excuse. So I focused on eating healthy, getting in my steps, and I'm really happy to say that I'm about seven pounds down from the beginning of this pandemic. And um, now I'm looking forward to um, just master maintenance as best I can. So I hope everyone is doing well and we continue to be our healthiest.
0: Uh, Lori, first of all, I love her East Coast accent.
4: <laughs> she's she one of so, us. She's
0: definitely, yeah, she's from New York or Brooklyn or Long Island or somewhere around there. I I can feel it. Um, and I love the fact, Jamie, I think you can speak to this a little bit more. Like she really spent time talking to herself. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, like where do I want to be? And a lot of people, can really help themselves and motivate themselves by doing that. And I think you do that all the time. How does that work for you?
1: Yeah, you know, I I focus a lot on like, you know, the expression future me, like, how do I want to feel tomorrow? How do I want to feel down the road? And I know the instantaneous pleasure of overeating is so fleeting. And I just I try to focus on like, how do I want to feel tomorrow? How do I want to feel like she said, when this is all over? I want to feel like I use this time to focus on being healthy. I feel like that's a, a really great common thread that we're hearing.
0: Mm-hmm. It reminds me a little bit of that Jomo we were talking about with Alana and her book um, that we had Alana on last week. Mm-hmm. And it's like the joy of missing out. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do I want to be once this is over? Like you, the the immediacy of eating something that you think makes you feel good in the moment. And then the reality is like usually right after you don't even feel good. And certainly the next day, if you're, clothes don't fit you, you certainly don't feel great. Mm -hmm. So I love that idea of thinking about the future. And I'm glad that she is, you know, succeeding and still keeping her New York accent intact, (laughs) which is the most important thing.
1: You know, I think, too, another thing we can take from all of this is even though we're months into this and like you said, things are opening up, it's not going to be quite the quarantine it has been. It's not too late. It's not too late to learn from these people and take it into, look, we're still not back to normal. We're still probably going to be eating out less, facing less less temptation, staying at home more. You can still you can start today, you know, even if you gained weight so far in quarantine, even if you felt out of control, this can be your turning point.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, to talk a little bit about temptation, it's like. You want to set yourself up for success at home. And it's like with me, I know that if because a lot of the food that was sent to Hungry Land is being sent to me now in my house and like literally yesterday um, I got 12 bags of like these vegetarian chicken tenders hmm. and like. 45 gigantic sausages and it's like, yeah. And the sausages, um, they look great and they're, but they're like loaded with fat. And I'm like, I can't keep 45 giant sausages in my house. It's like, I'm going to share the food that I have. I know what I can keep and what I can enjoy, what I can indulge in a tiny bit, but anything that I feel is too tempting I'm gonna donate or give away.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's a perfect Father's Day gift. Those sausages.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> you could Flatten them. And <laughs> write on
2: them.
0: In a and turn them into a card. I could just put barbecue sauce on that says, "I love you, Daddy." <laughs> I'm
2: regretting that um, I said no to them. By the way, after you had, t- after I said no, no, I give them away to somebody else, and, and now, now I'm like, oh, I should have taken a couple of those sausages. but <laughs> It's okay. Don't They're be
1: gone. surprised if they wind up on our porch later.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that temptation thing every time it's like, it's so important. And that's why it's like what I always say during Halloween time. It's like, don't buy the candy that's going to tempt you. Even if you think you're going to have like three, you know, 3000 trick or treaters at your door, you don't want to be there eating the peanut butter cups before they get there. Mm -hmm. So it's all about avoiding temptation. So good work, Lori. All right. Next up, we have someone who has a name that I love, Madison.
3: Hi, this is Madison from Columbus, Ohio. I have made the best of my quarantine experience and my extra time off work. I've taken this extra time to focus on exercise by doing one to two online jazzercise classes and walking each day. I've dedicated extra time to my self-care and development, such as listening to podcasts, organizing my home, and reading. I'm so thankful for this extra time at home, as it has allowed me to double down and achieve my goal of losing 100 pounds. Thanks again, Lisa, Jamie, and Mikey. I love listening to your podcast while I'm walking. Stay safe.
0: Wow, Madison, 100 pounds? Isn't that amazing?
3: Amazing.
0: That means, like, she was probably, I don't know, on, like, rounding the corner on that gigantic Mm -hmm. weight loss when this all happened. So kudos to her for actually being able to take it to the finish line to lose 100 pounds. Um, And Jazzercise, I haven't heard about that in a long time. (laughs) Where do you even find Jazzercise online? Can we find?
1: Yeah, we're going to look for it. Definitely.
0: Wasn't
2: that like a big Jane Fonda thing? Was she the Jazzercise uh, person?
0: think so i I'm keep thinking of olivia newton johns oh. let's get physical video yeah but yeah i think jane Fonda <laughs> was miss jazzercise but that sounds like an a, that a fun way to have exercise classes and i really should try that i have to say like i know i was really into my peloton and i still use my peloton sometimes because i love the idea of group exercise where people mm-hmm. can't see you so if you <laughs> yeah. do like they won't be able to tell that i can't dance or like I look totally uncoordinated <laughs> if I'm only in front of my computer. So I think that's a fantastic idea. I think we should try to do that together.
1: Well, I we was just a thinking. Class? Yes, I was just thinking about. Remember your solo dance parties? Oh yeah. We need to bring those back. Those I have. Those I still have, and they're <laughs> fine. And I have to
0: admit, sometimes I include my niece and the dogs <laughs> in those. <laughs> There's something about. Did you ever try to dance in front of Penny? Like, if you dance in front of your dog, they get so excited.
1: We dance with Penny, but, like, we, like, slow dance with her. We pick her up Mm -hmm. and slow dance with her. (laughs) I wish I was kidding.
2: (laughs) And then, yeah, and then when Jamie's doing it, I get jealous, so I, like, tap her shoulder and ask if I can jump in and then –
1: With Penny. Yeah. With Penny.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I would would really love to see that, um, (laughs) honestly. But self-care, I have to say, like, I've been doing the same thing. So all the extra time to do things like crafts – like I use those silly sticker books and I make all the scratch art that I give away on Facebook and I've been using more face masks, not the ones that I wear if I go out to the store, but like the ones that'll make my skin nicer <laughs> if watching. Yeah. It's like, but now there's so many kinds of face masks and I've been watching movies and all of those things that help me feel more relaxed are making me, my decisions to eat, smarter foods and to exercise easier. I just feel less stressed.
1: I totally relate. It's like, this is, look, the, the, the purpose of this podcast, we're talking about silver linings. Nobody's saying this is not a horrible situation that we're going through, but we're going through it either way. And I love the idea of like taking the edge off of your stress and anxiety and discomfort with what's going on by just saying, okay, what, what can I focus on that's going to bring me some joy and some relaxation? Yeah, I mean and and what brings you joy and relaxation? Well, I love making candles, as you know, so crafting is big for me. And I've actually been taking some online courses just for fun, you know, just to like, why not flex that creative muscle? Yeah. What what kind of courses? Like graphic design stuff, learning how to how to make things. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. You shouldn't tell me that because now you're going to have a new job.
1: (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to say. Just this morning, I sent you something that I whipped up in Photoshop. It's coming in handy.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. That's amazing. It's super fun. How about you, Mikey? What about you? You learn to do anything new?
2: No. I uh, just watch a lot of TV and listen to music. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Walk Penny. That's okay.
0: I think... I have to say, like, I am trying to be more crafty and like some of the crafts that I do now are literally for children, but I'm going to venture out into the world of tie-dyeing this weekend. Oh, oh my God, I want to come over. <laughs> oh. I wish you could. Maybe we could social distance tie-dye in the backyard. Oh, allowed, that sounds so fun. Tie-dyeing.
1: <laughs> we should link. There's like some good tie-dye kits you can buy online. We should link you to one maybe on Amazon. Oh yeah, let's buy. put one in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, our next Hungry Girl fan, I have to say, is one of my personal favorites. Oh,
1: so cute. It's Jamie, it's your dad. Oh, It's no. your dad. <laughs> it's your dad, Mark. I'm not going to lie. My dad um, was one of the first people to respond to this question. Maybe the very he couldn't first. Be, honestly, he couldn't be cuter.
3: Yeah, hi. This is Mark Goldberg. And I noticed that people are talking about how they're dealing with the pandemic and you know whether they're going to gain weight or lose weight. And I made up my mind a long time ago when this first started, that, uh, you know, I had a choice. My choice was either to come out of this and have people see me for the first time and say, oh, look at Mark, he gained so much weight. Or I had the opportunity to come out of this afterwards and say, wow, Mark really looks good. And so my motivation has been to just stay the course and uh, do the best I can to um, to see how much I can lose. So far, I'm down about 11 pounds. But uh, I know that when I get done and everybody, uh, and I get out to see people, it's going to be uh, pretty exciting. That's my story.
0: He's so Cole cute.
2: <laughs> I love it. That's my story. He forgot the last part of that, which is that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs>
0: and I'm sticking to it. Anyway, I love that motivation can sort of come from anywhere. Like, some people say, like, they think... And in their brain, they say, well, where do I want to be? And what's going to make me feel good? And I love that what inspired your dad was like what people will think when they see him when this Mm -hmm. is all over, which I think is hugely powerful and Mm -hmm. in some cases even more powerful than anything else because we are a society where we care what people think of us and we all want to be impressive and make people say, wow. And you know what? When they do see him and they see how good he looks – that in turn is going to inspire a lot of people as well. Yeah.
1: So I love that. I totally agree. And again, it goes back to silver lining. It's like it's all about how it makes you feel and your intentions. For some people, thinking about how others are going to look at them might not motivate them or not make them feel good. He's, he found something that is giving him that extra drive and like why not?
0: Absolutely. And your dad, I don't know when he's going to be able to do this, but he's in a band. He plays live music. He's like a cool kind of hip dad. <laughs> yeah. He's not like your dad, dad. He's, just playing <laughs> golf. Like, he's in a band. So people are watching him on stage. Anyway, kudos. Kudos to you, Mark. Good job, Good dad. Good work. Mikey, you want to weigh in with talk about your father-in-law in any way?
2: <laughs> no, not really. I mean, <laughs> I'm happy that he's lost 11 pounds and, you know, I can't wait to see them again, hopefully this year. But who knows?
0: All right. Well, you think about it. In the meantime, we're going to hear from Melanie.
3: Hi, it's Melanie from Toronto, Canada. So I made a decision early on when this whole pandemic started that I wanted to come out on top and I really didn't want to have to relose a lot of pounds that I might have gained. So I decided on day one that I was going to do everything that I possibly could to come out on top of this. So I've been walking at least seven miles a day I've been cooking every single night, and I've been trying a lot of new recipes, especially a lot of Hungry Girl recipes and watching Lisa's live videos on Facebook at night, and I just kept myself busy and really kept a positive mindset, and I decided that I had to accept that I could only control what I could control, and everything else was just going to happen as it may. Um, And I'm happy to say that I have lost weight during this pandemic, and the great thing is, is I've developed a lot of positive, healthy habits that I hope that will continue on even after all this is said and done. So just wanted to share, and thanks, and have a great day.
0: Bye. I love Melanie. Uh, we know Melanie. Melanie actually came to visit mm-hmm. us once. I thought that's um, who that was. Yeah. It is. And she's terrific. Uh, I love her attitude. And I think she hit on something so important, which is control. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is part of what has helped me be successful during this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because I am a control freak. I don't know if you know that. You I hadn't <laughs> noticed,
1: Lisa. It's been 14 years. This is new information. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and I don't like feeling that everything is out of my control. And now it kind of is like, I can't do anything I want. I can't go where I want to go. I can't see the people I want to see. I don't know when that's going to change. So focusing on what you can control things like exercise and what you're eating and what you're cooking is just a brilliant, and very effective thing to do. And Melanie, I know, is also taking beautiful photos of everything that she cooks oh, and oh, putting cool. them online. So, like that helps too. But yeah. like the control thing, that really hit home for me.
2: You guys should have a competition between each other who can walk the most in one day. Because she's at seven miles. It looks like I don't know what you're at right now, but
0: sadly, I'm more at thirteen. So Melanie's, while impressive, <laughs> is like uh, in the dust. It's so I do. I have a walking problem now. I wish, like maybe at the end of all of this, my Fitbit is going to send me like some kind of a trophy in the mail because I think I may be walking more steps than anyone
1: else who has Fitbit. This reminds me of, you know, how Netflix will say, are you still watching? I think you're going to get a message from Fitbit. Like, are you okay? Are you still walking?
0: (laughs) Have you walked your toes right off of your feet? I have to tell you, like, I don't know how or where it happens, but I'll get these messages from Fitbit where it's like, Leah is, is asking you to join the weekend challenge mm-hmm. or like the work week challenge and I'll just click okay and I'm like thinking oh god these people are gonna think I'm crazy <laughs> so this week I got like this work week challenge thing and I am like 67,000 steps ahead of the person Lisa. who's right oh behind me Oh my and like people are sending me messages like Lisa if you don't they don't know me I don't know them if you don't mind me asking, what is it that you do that you could have so many steps like this in the middle of the (laughs) work?
2: It's
0: just like, I'm like, uh, I stand all the time. I walk around my house and I'm crazy. Anyway, that about sums it up.
1: You know, one thing that Melanie said that I really, uh, really loved is the idea of developing healthy habits now and, and keeping them in the future. So for me, one big thing that's changed is I am a grazer. I eat and pick and sample and bite here and bite there all day when I'm at the office and it drives me nuts. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, ah, how many extra calories? And you know, it doesn't feel good. I'm eating too much. Now that I'm at home and there's not that temptation, I'm really sticking to like meal time and snack time and not grazing. And that's a healthy habit that I'm excited to see if I can like, I've had a lot of practice now. Like mm-hmm. this time is also good for practicing and getting into healthy habits.
0: Absolutely. And it's, it's interesting that you find it easier to not graze at home mm-hmm. than you do at work. I bet a lot of people are grazing more at home. So how do you do that?
1: I mean, one thing is I don't bring a lot of crap into the house. And if you, a lot of people say, oh, my husband, my kids, I have to have their stuff there. Mike has his food too, but I honestly try to really think of it as like I tell myself that's not my food. I know what my food is. My food is the veggies and the protein and the this and the that, and I have my treats that work for me, but it's, like, not even an option.
2: It's not
1: even an option that I would, like, pick at his granola or his crazy peanut butter shenanigans, you know, <laughs> like it just, I tell myself, that's just not my food. Yeah. And I'm hoping to bring that, like I said, into the office.
2: The only thing that she actually uh, picked at for the first time in, in, in forever, oh, I can't I even remember last is. time, my mom made uh, a meatloaf and I I went and dropped off Costco and she gave me a meatloaf. And uh, so Jamie was picking out at, at the meatloaf. But I
1: thought you were going to say the steak. You made steak this week and it was so good. I kept like taking it Oh, that's of steak. right. She
2: was picking at the steak. But I still, about that. it's at mealtime. It's yeah. not
1: like that all day like grazing so so yeah grazing
2: i went this whole quarantine without having any meat and for no reason i just we just don't eat a lot of meat and the last week i've had meatloaf and steak (laughs) within the last like four days it's so weird how that happens
1: you're craving iron and what's gonna happen when you get your beef jerky
2: bouquet
1: (laughs) 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 he's gonna give it to me (laughs) all right well believe it or not
0: there's not just one melanie in the mix we have melanie too. melanie the sequel
3: Hi Hungry Girl Jamie and Mikey, this is Melanie, an HG superfan from the Detroit Metro area. I've been on your email list since before your first cookbook came out and I have even had the privilege of meeting you once when you spoke here. During this pandemic, there are so many things that we can't control. So many things that aren't normal and so many things that are scary. Staying on my healthy eating plan, tracking my food and walking outside daily are things that I can control. I have found that by controlling what I can, I feel more grounded, calmer, and have a greater sense of normalcy. I have even managed to lose weight during quarantine. I hope this helps your listeners. Please keep bringing us great new podcasts, emails, and videos from your kitchen. It helps so much. Stay healthy and take care. Bye.
0: I love her. She's so cute. (laughs) She's so cute and peppy, and she also likes to control. What is it about that control thing? It really means a lot. I feel like, you know... feeling a sense of control over what you eat is so, it's really gratifying. Mm -hmm. I have to say like, to me, there's nothing worse than feeling disappointed in myself because Mm -hmm. I lost control with what I was eating. So I don't know, I would love to give some like inspirational and I don't know, like, I'd really like to inspire people to figure out what can help them remain in control during Mm -hmm. this time. And we should just talk a little bit about that. Like for you, the idea that you put it in your head, like that food is not for me. That's not my food. That helps you control what you eat. For me, because I'm such a rule follower, I know I look at my watch and if it's a certain time and it's after that time, I'm not eating. Mm -hmm. And if I'm feeling really hungry, I'll have a big glass of water or a bottle of water and I feel great. Mm -hmm. But what feels even better than being hungry, how bad being really hungry feels is knowing that I'm in control and knowing that I'm going to feel great when I wake up the next morning.
1: It kind of builds your self-esteem too, because when you like that feeling of out of control, like you said, you feel disappointed. I feel like what's wrong with me. Why couldn't I stick to that? And when you really work on it, it starts to feel so good because you're like, I, I can control it. I do have a say I'm not totally out of control.
0: It's so true. And then the exercise thing too, it's like you, I don't know, like having a regimented, like exercise plan where, you know, you're going to move a certain amount. It's to me, that, that makes me feel really in control too, mm-hmm. because I am, I feel like I'm a little bit different from you in the grazing department. All I do is all <laughs> because I'm in the kitchen, I'm making recipes, I'm trying new things. I'm opening all the boxes that are being sent to me. And then the way I control that and feel good about it is to make sure that I walk those, crazy amount of steps. And then again, I feel in control. So
1: I think the theme here is control. You're also really good about if you graze enough, you'll be like, oh, I don't need lunch because I had this turkey thing and I had this jerky thing. For me, I'll graze, graze, graze. And then I'm like, no, I totally get to sit down and have lunch too. Is that
0: because you're used to it or you feel like lunch is like has to be part of your life?
1: It's just... I don't feel as satisfied from grazing. I feel like I have to have a complete meal. You know me, I'm a volume eater, so I really like a big salad. And so if I just pick it enough calories worth of food, it's not the same. I need that voluminous meal. Mm -hmm. I think the key,
0: I love the fact that we're different in that respect because the key to everything when it comes to losing and maintaining weight is figuring out what works for you. That I can't even stress that enough. Mm -hmm. Like I think so many people are looking to outside sources to tell them what they should be doing. And that so rarely works Mm -hmm. unless you happen to like find something that just works perfectly with your personality. I think a better place to start is to know yourself as a person and what type of eater you are and really figure out what's going to work for you and then bring that plan into your life and, and make it
1: work. Yeah. And also, you know, try different things out, see what works, take a tip from Lisa, take a tip from me, see how you feel if it works, if it doesn't work. One of the things that, that helps me that I know is really different from what a lot of people do is I track my food before I eat it. So before I start my day, I like write out a plan for what lunch looks like, what dinner looks like, what snacks I'm going to have. And then it's kind of like, <laughs> why are you You sound laughing? like a food psych, because you're a food psychic. Because oh, yeah. you're like, I predict I will
2: eat these things.
1: <laughs> but that's great. Yeah. And then I, it's like I tell myself if something like tempting or exciting or something else comes up, I'm like, okay, I can put that on my plan for tomorrow. But today I already made a plan and this is what today's plan is.
0: That's That's kind of cool. So you make like a food checklist. Yeah. And it's like here are the things I'm going to eat and then you can go back and see if you eat them all. I do the opposite. Like <laughs> I'll eat whatever I want to eat that exact minute. And then I run to my little notebook mm-hmm. and I scribble it down. And then I, like, keep a running tally of, like, the calories as I go along. And then if I run out, I run out.
1: Yeah. I I just love (laughs) that, that it's like we each have found what works for us. And, you know, the way we find that is by trying different things.
2: I don't know if anyone noticed this, but Melanie coined a phrase. What phrase? Quarantine. I know. I, when I
0: heard it, I was like, well, I thought maybe she was from a place where they call it quarantine.
1: <laughs> is that a, is that true? Or like turpentine? I don't know, but uh, I, I like what Mike said to to call it like this is this is your personal time. It's your quarantine. Yeah.
2: Like when we look back on, on this 10, 20 years from now, we're going to be, remember quarantines? Remember that?
1: <laughs> Wait, did she say quarantine
0: or quarantine? We don't know.
2: I think she said time.
0: I thought she said time. I just <laughs> thought she was pronouncing it. We should ask her.
2: Yeah, we should.
0: <laughs> but that is smart. Quarantine. Yeah. Let's just give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are crediting Melanie Too with the word quarantine. Melanie Too. <laughs> Melanie Too. Melanie Dose. Okay, well, this was, I think it was a lot of inspiring... And interesting and helpful things that we've learned from our fantastic fans, right?
1: I totally agree. And honestly, I think if you are listening to this and you have a success story or strategy or tip, Mike, where can they call?
2: Eight oh five three eight oh eight oh seven five.
1: I mean, we could even share one every week if we if people are still sending them in. I mean, this has really been motivating and inspirational to me.
0: Yeah, that's a really great idea. And if you want to see a recap of this episode, you can go to our page, our show page, which is hungry-girl.com slash foodcast. And of course, you should be signed up for our daily emails. If you have not already done that, please go sign up. You can check us out on the Facebook community. Jamie, talk a little about the community, which is so wonderful.
1: It's so great. We have this giant group of like 70,000 people. And every day it like fills my Facebook feed with just these wonderful positive ideas. I see so many recipe ideas in there and what people are making and what they're doing. And they share their struggles and people share advice. And there's a lot of funny food memes, too.
0: Yeah, the food memes. People love those memes. (laughs) The Facebook page is booming. And then, of course, I try to cook as much as possible with my live demos on Facebook, and those are fun.
1: Yeah, I have to add to that serious plug for watching Lisa's Facebook lives. They are, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're like the highlight of my day. They're Mm -hmm. just like really, honestly, they're just really like (laughs) joyful and they make you feel good and you feel like someone's in your house with you. I can't explain it. You have to tune in. It's most weekdays around 5 p.m pacific time 8 p.m eastern time
2: i literally thank you ask jamie every day is she going live today like with excitement because <laughs> i look forward well to- thank I you them.
1: i
0: feel like we get to hang out at that time and i feel like i'm yeah. hanging out with everybody watching okay well this has been fun i'm glad we're back we'll be back next week with another exciting podcast i don't want to give away what that subject is do we do we want to
1: give it away no let's save it
0: Okay, we'll save it. Um, All right, well, that's all we have. I am Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Till next time, chew the right thing.